Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I, I always knew you had the watch, but I didn't realize the backstory that you got beat up by Noriega's thugs. Uh, back in 1988, during a demonstration, uh, I was blinded by tear gas and fell down. And the next thing I know is uh, security forces called the Dobermans uh, were beating me up and ended up with a... Didn't end up with a skull fracture, thankfully, but did end up losing a bunch of ligaments in my left knee that still uh, kind of give me fits. Jaco says he had to be medevaced out of Panama after that beating, but he came back later to cover the election the next year. It was early 89, early 89. I went back for the elections there, and Noriega declared me an enemy of the state, and I had to be slipped out of the country. It's by, sort of like a banned book. Right. That's a, quite an honor. Right. I, I declared an enemy of the state and had to be smuggled out of the country by U.S. military. Why didn't he like you? Um, I think it's my winsome personality. I mean, did you write something about him that hurt him or what? No, I broadcast stuff on both NBC Radio and CNN uh, that were highly critical of the elections. Jayco had to leave Panama again in a hurry, but he came back to cover the U.S. invasion, and then he came upon Noriega's bombed-out headquarters. So uh, a guy from the 82nd Airborne and I went down there looking for souvenirs. We found Tony's office. And on the inside, he was, the guy from the 82nd was going through a bunch of stuff. And he said, look, you know, I've got a bunch of his business cards. And I opened a drawer and said, that's okay. I've got his watch. So that's how I ended up uh, with it. It it still works. Um, I don't wear it much anymore. I use my cell phone to tell time. When you heard that he died, what went through your mind? Good. I mean, there was nothing good I could say about the man. How's the watch doing? Uh, it's in a drawer right now. I don't wear it anymore, but it still runs. The band needs to be fixed, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Did you look at it today, see if it's still ticking? No. I'm afraid it might speak to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's Charles Jaco, and with a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.